0: Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, doctors, what I want to talk about today is knowing the definitions of supportive care and maintenance care and knowing the difference of these. I know it sounds kind of like, okay, what do I need to know this for? Well, when you're in the injury area, in the injury, you're doing injury work, long term care um, that you're saying the patient absolutely has to have. You know, when you're saying you're making a prediction and you're saying, look, this person has a bad impairment, they have bad. A bad, res- you know, they haven't had full recovery from treatment, and they need long-term care in order to support, um, in in order to support their injury, so that it doesn't progressively worsen. We need to know what the definition of supportive care is. We need to know what the definition of maintenance care is because you're going to be asked these things. So it's really really simple, and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually give you what they are. I'm gonna tell you what supportive care is, and I'm not gonna tell you what they are. I think these definitions are pretty good, but I'm going to tell you what the definitions are from the chiropractic uh, position statement of the American College of Chiropractic Consultants from 2006. And I think it should be you know, something that I look at it and say these are pretty good. So let's talk about long-term supportive care. Long-term supportive care is long-term treatment or care that is therapeutically necessary. This is treatment for patients who have reached maximum therapeutic benefit, but who fail to sustain benefit and progressively deteriorate when there are periodic trials of treatment withdrawal. Supportive care follows appropriate application of active and passive care, including rehabilitation or lifestyle modifications. So what that's saying, the condition that I can relate it to is like diabetes. You might have to do some sort of correction program to get the diabetes under control Once the diabetes is under control, then you're going to do things that therapeutically support the diabetic to maintain a healthy level of blood sugar. And it's something that they don't feel or they can't do on their own. So they need additional help. That's what supportive care is. There are people who have injured their spines where, and it's going to explain a trial of treatment withdrawal right here in a second. But when after a trial of treatment withdrawal, they can't sustain. Um, the instability and the problem is too problematic. Now, this is not, the majority of your cases are going to fall under what is called maintenance care. But on, under the term supportive care, to further the definition, supportive care is appropriate when alternative care options, including home-based self-care or referral, has, have been considered and or attempted. Supportive care may be inappropriate when it interferes with other appropriate primary care or when risk of supportive care outweighs its benefit, i.e., physical treatment dependence, somatization. That means the patient's stuck on their own condition, and they're thinking about it too much, or illness behavior, or secondary gain. So you, as a doctor, have to make a decision on that. Now it says this: chiropractic physicians should be sure and clearly document treatment withdrawal attempts and the results of those attempts. So this is where when you're doing supportive care, this is long-term care that's therapeutically necessary. The patient just, if you try to put them on any kind of a, a treatment withdrawal, their their condition retards quickly. I mean, it, it it degenerates very quickly. All right. So when that happens, you have to you can, you can actually say, look, this person is going to need long-term supportive care. Now, in the area of injury work, again, where this would fall into play, you at the end of your care, you might, if, if you're the, the you know, claim itself or the insurance claim itself has not resolved and the person is under care, they've done your corrective care program, they've done three times a week, they've done two times a week, they've done one time a week, they've done every other week, whatever it is. Remember, your, the stability of their, of their condition is based on active, uh, passive care. You're now under passive care. Care delivery. You're delivering in the, in the clinic, but the patient is still under care. They're under regular care. What are they going to do in life when they're not under regular care? That's what a trial of treatment withdrawal is. It's a period of time where they're not under active care. Now it's really easy, Mrs. Smith. We've been training you two times a week, or two, two times a month, um, for the last month. You seem to be doing pretty well. I now need to establish a trial of treatment withdrawal, so I'm going to have you come back in in a month. And if anything happens between that month, you can always come in earlier. But I want to see if our treatment now is stable for a month and none of your symptoms come back. That's a trial of treatment withdrawal. Now, let's say they come back in a month and they say, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling great. Okay, good. You might then say, good, I want to go another month. I want to go another month of treatment uh, withdrawal. And you test it. But let's say the person comes back in two weeks after you've given them a month, and it's like, oh my God, my neck is absolutely killing me. Good, You, you chart that. Then you go, okay, let's do it again. You go out to another month. Still killing it. Okay. Now they're doing other things, they're doing exercise, they're doing other home care, they're doing other things, but they just feel like they really can't get by. And it's not because they're somaticizing on their injury. It's not because they're just focused on their injury. They wanna be done with the doctors. They don't wanna be back in the doctor's office. It's not because they've got an illness behavior or because they're after secondary gain or they have some sort of dependence you feel. Then you can actually have supportive care. Now, let's go to the other Definition, which is maintenance care. Maintenance care is elective care that is typically long-term by definition, not therapeutically necessary, but is provided at preferably regular intervals to prevent disease, prolong life, promote health, and enhance the quality of life. This care may be provided after maximum therapeutic improvement without a trial of treatment withdrawal for treatment to prevent symptomatic deterioration as it may be initiated with patients without symptoms in order to promote health and to prevent future problems. This care may incorporate screening evaluation procedures designed to identify developing risks or problems that may pertain to the patient's health status and give care advice for these. Preventative maintenance care is provided to optimize patient's health. So, coverage for preventative maintenance care is often dependent on the patient's contract language. Preventative care, when I was in private practice, preventative care was usually cash care. A lot of insurance companies would not pay for maintenance care. Um, so maintenance care is just that. It's by definition not therapeutically necessary. So if you have care that's therapeutically necessary, that's called supportive care. If you have care that's not therapeutically necessary, essentially, you're. It, it's like, look, when you take vitamins, you're not taking vitamins to treat a disease normally. That would be called some sort of corrective or supportive care procedure. You're taking vitamins to avoid a condition, to improve health. That's what what preventative maintenance care is. So preventative maintenance care is oftentimes not covered by insurance carriers. So you just have to explain it. You know, when a patient says, okay, look, I want to go on a, patient return as needed basis, and I just want to come back if I have a problem. Good, they come back when they have a flare-up. That's not, that could be considered general care. Now you're treating the flare-up. Preventative supportive care, where where you realize they can't go without care, and they have that flare-up, that's supportive care. Preventative maintenance care is where they don't have a condition, and now they're electively trying to improve their own health through regular intervals of care so those are they're very different definitions but what i wanted to do is just hit on these definitions i think it's important to understand if you want to go back and listen to this again the other thing you can do is we have these definitions posted right in the smart injury doctors practice building success secrets facebook user group it's a private user group for doctors and lawyers where we put this kind of information out, where we put information out that you don't have. It's, we don't put out what somebody's opinion is. We're putting out what has been written. And so you can get these right out on the uh, in, that, in that private Facebook group. You just look at Smart Injury Doctors Practice Building Success Secrets and hit us up, sign us up, sign yourself up. Doctors, on each podcast, what I do is just take a little bit of information. This happens to be information that's been coming up Um, from doctors and it's come up a number of times in some deposition uh, work that I've done recently so I thought I would just come out and say all right, let's just define these conditions so you actually know what they are and I'm reading these conditions word for word right out of the position statements by the American College of Chiropractic Consultants so doctors I hope this helps look every one of these podcasts short sweet and to the point If you have questions or you want to find out more about our program, the Smart Injury Doctors program, just go to smartinjurydoctors.com, push learn more, and you'll get to where you want to get to where we'll show you exactly what it is we do. Doctors, you can also call us at 800-940-6513. Doctors, I appreciate your time and your attention, and I appreciate what you do.